It's Saturday night and it's time for the Little Sumo Manichi podcast for me, Amy, and I'm here with Dave to tell you all about today's action. There was some uh, some great stuff in there. It was one of those days of sumo, a very exciting one. Yeah. Um, it's happening in Nagoya, Japan, obviously. The weather today, 30 degrees Celsius. Oh, it's gone up. 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Humidity, 69. Oh, nice. So it's <laughs> nice. It's gone down a little bit. The wind has picked up. It's at 16 k's an hour. So I think that'd be a real relief for Nagoya residents and visiting Rikishi. <laughs> Even though it's hotter, that that uh, yeah. humidity's gone down. Some QJ news today, Hakuyozan, we heard yesterday about his, uh, his leg and struggling to get up and limping off the doya and out down the Hanamichi. And he is in fact QJ, so that's his leg. And there's no, I didn't read how long he'd be out for, but it looked pretty bad actually. It's very, very disappointing. It uh, is because he was in the, just one off the, the pace. Yeah, he was too. Well, let's jump into Jurio now that we're talking about it. Uh, Abi. His uh, decisive victory over Daisho Maru saw Daisho Maru very slow to get up. Yeah, it looked uh, like he was winded one. or something maybe. Couldn't quite tell. He seemed okay walking back afterwards, even though he did try to get up on the doyo. Yeah, he tried to, but he, he couldn't and he and was like, sort of... that's for the winners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you meant to get up and do you? Oh, well, so they yeah, didn't let... Loser's nod, yeah. Right, so um, he but didn't he need to do that? They let him off that duty. Okay. Abi, 7-0 now. Daisho uh, Daisho Maru on two and five. Bushozan put up a great fight against Keishol today, but Keishol's timing looked so much better here. And he won, taking his score to six and one. Bushozan three and four. Mitoriu failed at the touchy eye today and Daisho Hawk got in behind and handed Mitoriu his second loss of the Basho and his second loss in a row. Mitoriu, after being with the leaders, is now on five and two. Daisho Hawk is two and six. Well, Enho tried to go low against Wakamoto Haru and he actually found a belt grip eventually and got in an okay position and there was some back and forth. They cartwheeled together and went down. Enho almost landed on his head, which wasn't that pleasant to see. The poor guy can't uh, can't get out of the injury cloud. The win was given to Wakamoto Haru and after a monoe, the decision was upheld. It looked to be right, I think, that decision. So Wakamoto Haru was four and three. Enho is two and five. Chohozan, he got his first win. It kind of had to happen. It's not very often somebody goes 0-15. No, not very often. It was a huge hanker slapdown of Takakento. You will take it where you can get it. Takakento is three and four. Was this a hanker? Yeah, massive. Oh, okay. I didn't see it that way. Really? Oh, only because uh, I wasn't paying full attention to it. Yeah. Uh, maybe on the replay it looked oh, like big it was hand a... on the head afterwards. So sure, it was but it wasn't a huge jump to the side. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Good on him. Well, at 0-6, I mean, do what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yutakiyama had a much more decisive win today, slapping Tohakuryu back and across the Tawara. He is 6-1, and one, so really keeping it tight, Tohakuryu is 2-5. and five. The other winners today were Shiba, who we saw come up from Makushta and beat Korokuzan. Yago, Oho got up, Azumaru. Takagenji was good today. Sadanumi after uh, Torinaoshi, he won the second one quite uh, decisively. Yeah, he did against uh, Kodoshoho. That's right. And Akawa picked up a Fusensho against Hakuyozan after going Kyujo. 
So our leaderboard is on seven, Arby. This is really impressive. He's not doing um, amazingly flashy. Sumo, we had a little, tiny little scare today perhaps. But, um, yeah, just all wins, all white circles for him. Mm. Kaishaw and oh, I went to say Kaishaw. It's so ingrained. I like it. Kaishaw and Yutakiyama are on 6-1. Great. Well, let's jump into the top division, the Makuchi bouts for day seven. First one was Chianakuni up against Jurio Visitor, Kyokutaisei. Happy birthday, Chianakuni. Oh, happy birthday. He's 31 today. 31. Can he give himself the best gift of all with a win <laughs> on day seven? There was a lot to see in this bout. Chianakuni's early thrusting attacks unsettled Kyokutaisei. And Chianakuni looked like he was going to finish this one off quickly. But despite being turned around on the bales, Kyokutaisei fought back. But Chinakuni wasn't going to let this one get away from him. He got on the belt and he drove uh, Kyokutaisei over the bales, Yori Kitty. And he looked pretty pumped up at the end. It's good to uh, get a win on your birthday. I mean, of course, he received the Sumo Manichi birthday card. He would have been thrilled with that. With a crisp $5 note in there for yeah. it. Spend it spend it wisely, Chinakuni. But yeah, a win. Uh, that's great. He's five and two. Kyokutaisei is three and four. Dayamami up against Ichiyamamoto. So there was a whole lot of slapping and thrusting at the start, both very interested in the neck area. And then they both got the right hands on the belt. Ichiyamamoto then got both. They were chest to chest. Perhaps uh, I would have thought Dayamami might have been favoured in this position, but it was Ichiyamamoto actually who powered forward and took Dayamami out with a powerful crab walk. Yeah, I thought this was very, very classy sumo from Ichiyamamoto totally. today. This looked like what you practice and he just executed it so well. Moves to five and two now. Yeah, and he's Magashira much smaller 17. than Dayamami. I just really thought in that position he would have been at a disadvantage, but he's strong. He just looks like his sumo is working very, very well at the moment. Dayamami had no answers and with that loss, he's two and five. Tsurugisho was up against Ura next. Uh, Tsurugisho took advantage of Ura's passive touchy eye where he just seems to wait and he drove forward. Ura, he slammed on the brakes after skidding back to the bales and came rocketing back at Tsurugisho. His low attacks standing Tsurugisho's centre of gravity up and Ura continued moving forward, taking Tsurugisho over the bales. Yori Kitty. This was a weird one for me. It looked like Tsurugisho had Ura locked up in the arms. But at the same time, he was intent on stepping backwards, which just stood him straight up. And then, of course, Ura could push him out from there. But I don't know. I thought Tsurugisho had the better position. It was strange. I thought that too. And I thought Tsurugisho has been hard to move so far, this Basho. And it was like what we saw with Ura yesterday. I don't know. The waiting. Well, no, in the sense that he moved his opponent back very, very easily. Oh, yeah. There must be more power there than we can see or something. And Tsurugisho thought maybe that you know, the roll or the throw was a good idea and that he might be able to get out of the way of Ura or get him down. It was a bit of an odd bout for me. Ura, he'll take that win, of course. He's four and three. Tsurugisho is the same score. And we had up next Tokushori and Kagiyaki and today, finally, Kagiyaki had the forward movement going for him. He stepped his large feet forward one by one with his arms around Tokushoryu and was able to get him out. Yori Kitty. I think Tokushoryu lost this at the touchy eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great. He he let Kagiyaki get set and, yeah, he's not going to stop that. Even though Tokushoryu is known to perform some miracles on the bales. Yeah, I thought he could have let Kagiyaki come forward and, I mean, 
not could have necessarily in this bout, but it was an option. Mm. And then do something tricksy on the bales. But Kagiyaki can stick to his opponent like glue, and we yep. saw that today. He really smothered Tokashoryu, gave him nowhere to go. Kagiyaki is four and three after that win. Tokashoryu three and four. Kaisei up next against Ishiura. We saw Ishiura, he shot to the side at the touchy eye, caught Kaisei completely off guard. Ishiura had made his way entirely behind Kaisei before Kaisei really knew where he was and he just marched him out, Okuridashi. It does happen to Kaisei sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not the best look for him. Um, just a little bit slow to swivel and Ishira much faster. Well, I mean, this is a risky uh, gambit from Ishira, but when it's that perfectly executed, yeah. um, this is what happens. And Ish- sometimes when someone's behind you, you can take a few steps and then move. Like you sometimes see that. that we see that. They'll take that charge from behind and then somehow manage to turn around. But I think it's a bit harder for Kaisei because he's just... That bit bigger. He's a bit bigger and Ishiura had his hands on the belt too, which made that very difficult. A great win from Ishiura. He's four and three, Kaisei three and four. Chiyomaru up against Teretsuyoshi. Chiyomaru was very committed for the pull down to start off with. His hands were on the back of Teretsuyoshi's neck, shoving him down, and he tried that for a fair few seconds. But Teretsuyoshi stayed stable and stayed low, biding his time until Chiyomaru stood up and shoved hard forward. So it looked like in that time Teretsuyoshi didn't really do anything to prepare for this and he couldn't muster any resistance and was taken to the edge and over. He's just looking a little bit out of sorts. I thought so, mm. definitely. I mean, he's he's 2-5 now, so, yeah, he's not in form. But today he didn't have any movement that No, helped. he didn't. I feel watching Teretsuyoshi today it gave me that feeling of when Ishiura is a little bit, am I doing big man or small man mm-hmm. sumo? I think Teretsuyoshi didn't take it to him, but he also didn't go, I'm going to try a leg pick or I'm going mm-hmm. to try to move around the side. Maybe it's hard with someone like Chiyomaru who also is kind of in between. I mean, he's a he's a big guy. Um, well, he, he, say girth. <laughs> Let's not go there. Stomach circumference-wise, but he's not tall. No, but he does one thing. Yeah. And Teretsuyoshi just thought he'd try his luck going straight at him. Didn't work today. Teretsuyoshi, he's only had one Kachikoshi since this time last year. Right. Um, and I think looking back through his records, he's been quite lucky in the Banzuke to only be at Maegashira 10. Mm-hmm. And he was coming last time off Maegashira 13 with an 8-7. So his one Kachikoshi was only an 8-7. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. No form there. <laughs> no. Hopefully things turn around for the young man. Chiyomaru with that win is three and four. Teretsuyoshi, two and five. The next bout of the day was Tamawashi and Chiyono O. Tamawashi attacked relentlessly on the throat of Chiyono O, which proved effective. Chiyono O was on the back foot and Tamawashi was coming forward. Chiyono O held himself on the bales. As Tamawashi was coming at him, he'd overbalance forward, actually. Tamawashi's hands went down on the wrong side of the bales, just as Chiyono O was stepping out. Yeah, it was very close, looked very close, but the Gyoji called it for Tamawashi. Amonui was called and the replay showed that it was the correct decision and they called it Gumbadori. It looked very close at full speed, but yeah, on replay it was very clear that uh, Tamawashi was okay there. Yep. Yeah, this was the first time that these guys have fought, so it was a, a pretty good bout to represent that. And Tamawashi just managed to eke it out. He's five and two, Chiona or two and five. 
Tochinoshin up against Shimano Umi. And Tochinoshin actually managed to get two hands on Shimano Umi's belt, but he squandered it a little bit for a head pull-down attempt. He felt it though, so I guess he had to go for it. Most of the rest of the this reasonably long bout here was Tochinoshin trying to get back on the belt. He tried a kick, swiveling his hips around, quick grabs at it. Shimano Umi though had the left hand on the whole time and he managed to keep away from Tochinoshin's grasping hands. They were both trying to throw each other at various points. They locked up. They tried to throw again, both of them, but it was Shimano Umi who was successful with that grip he'd had the whole time. Uate Dashinage. Tochinoshin threw everything at Shimano Umi today. He really did. It's funny, as Tochinoshin enters the end of his career, I really admire the way he's going about his sumo at the moment. Like, things aren't going well for him. He's 2-5 after that loss. Yep. But he was in that. He really was. He tried everything. Yep. Um, yep. He tried over and over, over again. Over and over. He tried different things. He's not going out quietly. I really, really admire that. Yeah, he changed it up. He just couldn't quite find that power that he needed or the, but the it was, position. It, it was more about the position. He never got mm. a chance to test out his power because Shimano Umi was just like a terrier in this one. Yeah, he was very active. I mean, he often wins when he's when he's this um, this full on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and so with this win, he moves to four and three. And as you said, Tochinoshin two and five. Hinumi and Kodnawaka were up next. It was a fast touchy eye and they both reached a long way forward to try to find some belt action. Hinumi had his hips a long way back, but Kodnawaka found the back of his belt. And here I was wondering whether he hadn't reached too far forward to get his hand on the back of the belt. He didn't look like he had great balance, but Kodnawaka, he yanked hard on the belt and sent Hidnumi crashing down. Uata Hineri win. Yeah, a little bit of the twist there. Um, Hidnumi got the Morozashi, but he couldn't do anything with it. And he, as he said, his hips were so far back, um, he got on that that sort of angle of doom there. Kodnawaka, again, like you said, was on a... They were both just on yeah. such an angle there. But geez, Kodnawaka, he's in good form. He's very stable, very big and tall, and he's he's just finding the rhythm. There's a bit, yeah, there's rhythm and confidence. Yeah, amazing Great form for him. He's six and one. Hidna Umi moves to three and four. Aoyama and Kiribayama up next against each other. Aoyama came strongly forward at the Tachio, as he likes to do these days, but Kiribayama matched him. He Aoyama went body to body and tried to shove forward. Kiribayama, though, with Aoyama's forward movement, got on the belt with his left hand. And after a couple of attempts at moving Aoyama backwards, he dispensed with that plan and was able to dump Aoyama down to his right instead. A uwatenage throw for Kiribayama. Yeah, I thought this was clever sumo from Kiribayama, making sure that he stayed nice and close to Aoyama just to take the thrusting attacks out of the equation. Kiribayama with that win is five and two, Aoyama three and four. Onosho up next against Chiyoshoma, a big slap at the touchy eye and Chiyoshoma instantly got a solid right hand grip on Onosho's belt and that gave him nowhere to move. Chiyoshoma, he didn't need a written invitation. He quickly swung Onosho to the ground. Watanage win for him. I think Onosho feels the doom clouds coming in yeah. now because he looked, he had that look on his face after this that he had when he was having those terrible uh, Basho like, when he didn't win for a long time. I love the imagery. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's sort of yeah. really impacting on his his mind as well, I think, because he's two and five. 
it's not that bad, but he is at Mike Shearer six and he would consider himself higher. He yeah, should exactly. be higher. Yeah, you know, he's a guy with, with ego as he should. He's been up higher and two and five is not what he wants to be at this point. And I wouldn't say he's had a particularly hard first week either. No. No, these are guys yeah. he should be dispatching of. Yeah, he certainly should. Uh, although, not to take it away from Chia Shorma, he this was a very clean, efficient sumo Absolutely. from him today. And, you know, despite my mixed feelings on him, I thought it was a very, very good effort from him. Chia Shoma, four and three, or not short, two and five. Takara Fuji up against Hoshoryu next. And Hoshoryu at the Tachiya, he went with his arms straight out. Takara Fuji stopped him from getting the full hug and the belt grip. He went on the defence. He's got great defence. We know that. But Hoshoryu did manage to get a belt hold. Takara Fuji had his own. Here, Hoshoryu, he pulls uh, one of his tricks out of the bag and he did try a leg sweep. It was good. It kind of turned Takara Fuji around. But uh, somehow, Takara Fuji didn't go down. He's just so solid. Then Hoshoryu used his right-hand grip to twist Takara Fuji down, step him back, and then just kind of got on top of him, just really crowded him forward and crushed him down. It was given Sodogake. Oh, right, because he, he did, I, I did notice that he pushed Takara Fuji over his leg, essentially, to finish this one off. So that's an, an outside leg trip. Yes. Um, Hoshoryu fighting with so much confidence, I thought. I wonder if that leg move at the end was um, happenstance or yeah. if he tried to. Well, it didn't look as deliberate as that mm. leg sweep attempt that you described earlier in the bout. Yeah. But I, I think he knew he was going to have to do something to destabilise Takara Fuji. Mm. Um, to get the win. Loves the leg techniques, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's got a lot to back it up with. Yes. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm smitten with this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Loving his (laughs) sumo at the moment. Hoshoryu 5 and 2. Takara Fuji won't be looking his sons in the eyes as he comes home tonight. He's 4 and 3. Okanumi up against Myogiryu next. This was a hard-fought bout. We saw Myogiryu get on top early after a good touchy eye but Okanumi didn't look all that worried. He got under the arms of Myogiryu and worked him across the doyo, kept his centre of balance high the entire time and slid him across the bales, Yorikiri. Myogiryu in all kinds of trouble here, one and six. I would say we often comment this with him, his losses don't look terrible. Yeah. Always. Well, this they have, the, great, yeah, though. they have over <laughs> the last few days, actually. Yeah, I think, but I think this shows the tipping point that often he tries really hard and he loses, but he's done okay sumo. But now it's really like not so good. I mean, Okanumi, he's really impressive when he wins. Yeah, absolutely. He's showing pretty good form this time around. But you talk about those dark clouds gathering for Onosho. Mm -hmm. He knows that the sunlight will come through eventually. Do you know, he's, he's used to fighting with those dark clouds around. Yeah. And he's younger. And he's younger. Myogiryu, I don't think he has the dark cloud experience to pull back. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's got only dark cloud experience right oh, now. True. Oh, well, right now, yeah. They're very close. Doesn't look good at all. Okanumi is four and three after that win. Myogiryu, one and six. Hokuto Fuji up against Chiatari. Why not? They're only separated by one rank at this point. There's a matter from Hokuto Fuji. Um, everybody was taking a very long time to get ready, so fair enough. And then he landed a really good touchy eye push on Chiatari's chest. And from there, 
all the other pushers landed as well, and it was an Oshidashi win for Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, it was a very, very easy day on Quick. the doyo yeah. for Hokuto <laughs> Fuji, and I'm sure he would be uh, very, very happy to take an easy win today. He's four and three after that one. Chiyotaru, two and five. Komasubi Wakataka Kage up against the other Komasubi Meisei. The Komasubi battle. Absolutely. After slamming into each other at the touchy eye, they both went low, searching for a belt grip. Uh, but it was Wakataka Kage here who landed a right hand and he twisted his body to keep Meisei a bit unbalanced and out of position and unable to, to move around to try to find a belt grip of his own. They held still for a moment. But then Wakataka Kage dropped that belt grip, turned to face Meisei and just drove him over the bales, Yori Taoshi. I thought, uh, I mean, Wakataka Kage is always very determined to win, but today there was real fire in his eyes. He absolutely was not going down mm. to the other Komasubi. It was a real grudge match or his honour at stake. And uh, their record coming into this was one and one. Yeah, right. Which doesn't help things. And now he's on top. He wanted it in his favour. And I thought, I don't know if anyone agrees with me, but I thought he was on a little bit of shaky ground here. I thought there were some moments where Maysay looked like he could get the upper hand, but that's to be expected, right? Because they're both um, Komasubi and Shin Komasubi. They have similar pressures. So I did think it was great for uh, Wakataka Kage to come out on top. Yep, absolutely. He is three and four, which... You know, you contrast that to a two and five. A three and four is a lot better way for Wakataka Kage to be going into the middle day of this mm. basho. So the relief there, Komasubi may say is on the same score. Daesho and Mitakeyumi were looking forward to this one. And Daesho had his Tsupari working really well for him today. He kept Mitakeyumi firmly at the receiving end of his slaps, working over the neck and the face. He didn't really have anything else to try. When Mitakumi circled away, he almost did a full lap around the inside edge of the Tawara. And he was just waiting, waiting, waiting. Daesho didn't try anything else, just kept coming after him with the Tsupari. And uh, Mitakumi found the opportunity to step out of the way of a thrust and encourage Daesho to the ground. You, you don't often see Mitakumi in full retreat like this. Um, was it a ploy? It was well. I don't. I, I, I think. I think he was forced to do it because I thought the Daisho attacks were good. Yeah. But looking at the replay, Mitakumi did an amazing job just to stay in this, and showed himself to be quite mobile, as you said, exploring the full circumference of the doyo nearly. <laughs> <laughs> it did give me a bit of a flashback to Daisho's Yusho. That's what he did and just got away with day mm. after day. It's true, and and as we've seen him, I think he the same thing at Komasubi. This style isn't quite gelling for him at the moment. No. As you said, once those attacks ran out of steam, what else is there? Yeah, and he did bend Mitakumi back. Like sure. He got him right up there in the face. Yep. But um, he didn't give up. He didn't go out. Mitakumi just stayed there and he got the win. He's five and two. And Daesho at Magashira won in the doldrums. He's one and six at this point on day seven. Sekiwake Takayasu up against Takanosho. There was a thundering clap at the Tachiai as they met and Takiyasu got to work pushing and thrusting under the arms of Takanosho. Takiyasu threw out a few Norua throat attacks, but Takanosho just leant in, applied the pressure and moved Takiyasu easily across the doyo and out. 
Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but is Takanosha finding some fall? Oh, I think you should get ahead of yourself. The last few days we've seen a, a total change. In yeah, Takenosha. and against good Ricochet, good opponents as well. He was pretty dominant against an ex Ozeki who, yes, he has a bad back, but he has also come back and beaten three other people. So they came into this, their record, I think we mentioned last night. It's 3-1. It was 3-1. Yeah, way. so um, now it's 4-1. So Takanosho just has has something over Takiyasu here. He's got that edge. And, and uh, today we saw him move Takiyasu in, in a way that Takiyasu doesn't normally get moved. Mm-hmm. So... If you're a Takanosho fan, I think it's time to get excited. He's three and four. Takiyasu, three wins, two losses and two days off. Ozeki Terunofuji, everyone's waiting for him to fight at all times. And he's up against Kodoeko today. And he went straight on the belt, Terunofuji, with the left hand. His right hand was up high around Kodoeko's body. Such a hard, I mean, he's perfect position, right? Kodoeko tried to break the grip and he tried really, really hard, didn't he? He was jerking his body away from Terunofuji, trying to open it up, trying to pull himself away from that grip, the way we saw Ichinojo get away from Hakuho. But he couldn't get away. There was no... No possibility. Couldn't get away from the Terunofuji juggernaut and it powers on. We saw Kodoweko walk straight into the Terunofuji Venus flytrap. Yes. <laughs> he was and like. the jaws yeah, slowly closed. They closed. <laughs> and you're right. The fly was buzzing, but there was no way he was getting out of that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. What, what, what can you say about this? I, I would have preferred to see Kodoweko keep his distance for a little longer in this Um Obviously, Kodoeko isn't uh, as confident on the belt, although we do see him go there sometimes. Uh, he knew he was in trouble very early in this one. Keeping your distance, you say, oh, boy, have we got something coming up regarding that soon? We do. <laughs> uh, so Ozeki Terunofuji continues to dominate his 7-0. and zero. Kodoeko, 2-5. and five. <laughs> The second last bout of the day, Ozeki Shodai up against Maigashiro 2 Ichinojo. And we saw the now normal... Ichinojo Mata, where as they're getting ready to go, he wanders forward. Just really wanders, just so slow. How do you see this? Um, I don't know why Ichinojo does anything. I don't think I can actually (laughs) say. He does do it all the time. And an actual body push from Ichinojo actually sent, like it looks lacklustre, but it actually sent Shodai back across the tour. He's so strong, Ichinojo. All right, so they go again, and this time Ichinojo gets straight on the front of the belt of Shodai. Shodai, he was writhing here, but he just cannot break free of this belt hold. Shodai has his own right-hand belt grip here, but Ichinojo lifts, he surges forward, looks totally balanced, and delivers Shodai over the bales. Yorikiri win. Yeah, this almost looked like a mirror of the last bout. Ichinojo, very similar position, the left hand on the belt. His, other, his right arm high up around Shodai's body and Shodai had no answer again. There was, uh, he tried to use his momentum a little bit less than, didn't even yeah. try as hard as Kodoeko, uh, but he couldn't get away. This looked like a, a very, very deliberate ploy from Ichinojo yeah. to try to get on the belt early. Well, he tried it with Hakuhoa, didn't he? And that was the one that Hakuhoa was ab- able to break. Break so free of. I think it is a, a ploy and <laughs> Hakuhoa can get free, but Shodai... No, no. There. And, and I felt it, it felt like when it landed, it looked solid. It looked deep. Uh, and then great to see him just use that so effectively today. Yeah. Should I maybe just 
I think losses really affect him. Well, we saw a very despondent looking short eye walk back through yep. the Hanamichi. The mindset is changing for mm. short eye. Yeah, he needs to really keep the I can win at all costs mm. mindset up, but it's so difficult. And I think for him, he's a very sensitive fellow. And it doesn't help when Ichi Nojo's coming out there and absolutely smashing you right. to stay positive. Short eye. At Ozeki is three and four. My heart's a yeah, bit sore for him. There's plenty of sumo to go. Ichi Nojo, four and three. The final bout of the day. Now, a lot of people will have seen this. I didn't even write anything down. I was just, I'm just going to try and give my my feelings. So Tobizaru, you know, he hops up. We're, we're so keen for this bout. Like, this is a big one. His first time fighting Hoko, like, imagine. So... Early in his career, he's able to fight a, a Yokozuna or so early in, in coming to Makuchi. Well, it's his uh, sixth basho at Makuchi yeah. and he's fighting a Yokozuna. Just great. And it's the one one where Hakuho's come back and he gets to do it and just great times. So what does he do? He chooses to start from out in the car park. Like, honestly, he was so far from, back from the Shikiri Sen. We see Ura uh, start from fairly far back. This was like almost double that. He's almost at the Tawara. There was a mata here. Yes. And it became clear as Hakaho, I'm not sure why they pulled this one up. Tobizaru did not want to touch the eye. Yeah. He just stood up. Yeah. Hakaho too stood up. I, I too wasn't sure exactly why, like, yeah. where that business was. It probably was because both of them just stood up. Yeah. And nobody put their hands down. I don't know. I mean, Tobizaru's, Tobizaru's, um, Fists were down to start yep. off with. Anyway, they go back and I thought, well, maybe Tobizaru will start from a yeah. normal position now. You know, maybe we'll, okay, fuss around a little bit and try and throw Hakaho off. But he went back again. He started from from very far back. And at the Tachiya, it was the same thing. He just didn't want to engage with Hakaho. Mm. So they both stood up. I mean. It's so hard to describe. It's very hard to describe. Tobizaru was... Very carefully coming forward, but really it was like he knew that once Hakaho gets him, this bout's over. Yeah. So he's sort of slapping at Hakaho's arms. There was a little bit of darting around and trying to come at him from, like he does from a different side and sort of tapping him. He mm. sort of, it was, it was almost like he couldn't see and he was feeling his way forward. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so then we saw a couple of moments where you know, this distance was maintained through most of this bout that Hakaho stood up and relaxed. He just stood up. He did it twice. So he, he fully stood up or almost fully the first mm. time and sort of did a gesture that was like, well, come Let's on. Let's go. Yeah. We've seen this before as a way to um, approach Hakaho, but it really reminded me of a um, demonstration match that we had seen between um, Hakaho and Enho at uh, one yeah. point in that when, knockout competition. When it was almost like when, when Hakaho made an offer to, to let Tobizaru come in, Hakaho let them go head to head, like literally rest their heads on each other and, you know, let Tobizaru have a few swings, which is exactly what happened in that exhibition match against Enho. And at this point, it really looked like Hakaho was just playing here. It did. He was sort of waving his arms around a little bit, resting on Tobizaru's head. And Tobizaru, here he he kind of tried to, he put his hand on Hakaho's shoulder. Hakaho put his hand on his shoulder and they, they yeah. kind of locked up a little bit. But then Tobizaru backed off again. He did that. 
Huckhole didn't do anything. Huckhole didn't even really get a hold. Toby Zara backed off again. And at this point, Huckahole fully stood up and he was like, well, I, I re- I'm not sure what to do here. I'm waiting for you to come at me because I am the Yokozuna and I'm not coming at you. Um, he did kind of, he did the sort of wading in a thing again where his arms are flailing Toby Zara and he's sort of trying to feel his way towards Hakuho. And then Hakuho gets on the belt and flips him down. Yeah. Easy as you like. I, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people are going to watch this bout. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will derive a lot of enjoyment from this bout. Yeah. But I think there's a bigger question around the way Toby Zaru has approached this. Yeah. I didn't feel like there was any plan to win. He There was no set, there was no um, idea of a win condition. Mm. And and I feel that I've seen six uh, Rikishi go up against Hakuho and lose, but all of them put themselves in there. He was never going to win this. It was really baffling and it was disappointing for me. It's bad sumo. Yeah, because I would have loved to see him do his full Toby Zaro at him. He gets smacked down. So what? doesn't matter. He got smacked down today and he looked like a a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Um, Hakaho, it was hard to tell whether he was just bemused or mad. I thought he was tending towards a little bit, feeling a little bit disrespected perhaps, because as you say, there are six guys already who have, gone there absolute all who would love to beat him and they've treated this opportunity to fight him again at the end of his career with respect. That's that's exactly right. And I would argue there's tens of Rikishi who would kill to have a shot at Hakaho just to try themselves out. Yeah, I mean did Toby Zoro think that he could he could outwit him or he could make him confused or See I don't know if, what the plan was. If I if I thought there was some kind of thinking like that going on, I might agree with this approach, but I, I, I don't know. Well, so then you go, okay, was Toby Zaru just scared? But everyone's scared fighting Hakaho. I have to, I have to think that some of the other guys who are fighting him for the first time. Yeah. Of course their heart's beating. Of course they're but just he's, losing he's it. He's just a person. It's just sumo. You do it every day. Just go, go body to body, go on the belt, lose in two seconds, I think yeah, is a yeah, more yeah. honorable way to go about this. Yeah. Yeah, it was just so <sighs> so strange and 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 awkward to watch. I found yeah, it really it awkward. awkward. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it wasn't really a sumo bout in a way. But on the other hand, very entertaining. It's something that we probably will <laughs> never see again in our last Hopefully time, lifetimes. And I, um, you know, I'm pleased that we've seen something like this that we can talk about. Right. So <laughs> that was the final bout on day seven. Hakaho is seven zero. Tobizaru is three and four. Yep, so out the front, of course, we have Yokozuna Hakuho and Ozeki Terunofuji. And staying behind them, one win off the pace, is Kodno Waka. It's probably worth saying at this point who's on five. It's Mitakumi, Hoshoryu, Kirabiyama, Tamawashi, Chionokuni and Ichiyamamoto. Interestingly, there are all of those Rikishi on six and five wins all won today as well. So they're keeping themselves with that pair on <laughs> yep. the seven zero. Let's have a look at the bouts from tomorrow. Kodnawaka is taking on Chiano Or. They've met once or twice before and it's one apiece. Up the top of the Torakumi, Terunofuji takes on Tobizaru. Oh, wow. Oh, what's going to happen there? I'm already nervous. Tobizaru has beaten Terunofuji once before in their four meetings, but hopefully he goes away. Uh, I, I would say in this case, don't watch the tape. Oh, please don't watch it. Don't watch it. And I, I don't think any good's going to come of that. 
just turn up tomorrow and, and go toe to toe. Yeah, he just needs a good talking to from oh, absolutely. Know, or Kamisan or his mum or someone and just get it together. The last bout is Hakoho and Kotoeko. This is their first time meeting. I think we will see a very, very different approach from Kotoeko than yes. we saw from Tobi Zara today. <laughs> yes. Hakoho Kotoeko. Who would have thought? It's happening. It's happening on day eight. Uh, the first Sunday, the middle Sunday, Nakabi, of uh, the Nagoya Basho. And, of course, we'll be there with you, Sumo Manichi. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook if you like, and please say hello if you're a new uh, follower because uh, lots of people are joining the uh, journey. So we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. Bye.